Welcome to the Lazy People Podcast, the podcast about all things technology and people and technology in Belgium, of course, from outside of Belgium. My name is Errol Baikal, and I'm here with my co-host, Metzian. Welcome to the show. Today with us, we have Nesrin Dinch. Uh, Nesrin is a social media manager at the Vorat Fraction in, at the city of Ghent. Um, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. I, um, I work actually for a political party, um, but the department in Ghent, and I support our um, local politicians, actually, who are uh, chosen to be in, um, how do you say it in English? Uh, <laughs> it's like... Um, in the city hall, who are chosen to uh, to represent Representatives actually, in the city hall, yeah. yeah, in the city hall, yeah. Okay. Now, um, a social media manager. <clears throat> See, this is a new job title. In that, uh, like fifteen years ago, nobody would even <laughs> dream of this title existing. And here we are today. You're Nestor Dent. You're a social media manager. How did you end up becoming a social media manager? Or maybe before uh, even going into what it is, you know, I just want to know, how, how do you end up becoming a social media manager? I do have actually a funny story about that to tell. You know, like, um, I think I was in, um, in university back then and Facebook just came up in, in Belgium, you know, like it was in 2007 uh, in America and then... I think it was 2011, it got really popular here in Belgium too. And I had like all these friends who were uh, making status, status um, updates on Facebook. And I was like, oh my God, this is such a bullshit uh, platform. I mean, what is this? This is so, this is something which feeds like narcissism. I was, that, that was like, that was like my first attitude towards um, Facebook and social networks. And um, then after a year, I got to do my thesis and suddenly I was very interested. In, wait, wait, in wait. You, you did your, you did your thesis on Facebook? Yes, I did my thesis on Facebook. About, on, Facebook, um, like how, about Facebook, yeah, okay. About Facebook, but like um, it was like I was more interested in in how people uh, represent themselves on Facebook and how their um, environment gets to know them actually. So it was actually about um, the the name of my thesis was called "Me, Myself, and I" on on Facebook, and um, it was like, yeah, how do you represent yourself on Facebook and your family, your friends, how do they know you and how do they see you? Okay, and what, and what was your conclusion? My conclusion was that a lot of people uh, represented themselves diff in a different way on Facebook because they wanted to seem like more interesting, more adventurous, more uh, funny. Uh, like, you know, back then you didn't have a, a filter of Instagram, but you had like... Um, like the selfies and then, um, yeah, people wanted to be more pretty. And, um, it was what I, what I found the most interesting part was that, um, the, how, how actually your friends and family, and I'm not talking about colleagues, um, how they, um, how they saw you was 
how you represented yourself on on Facebook. You know, like for also, example, it works. Should... actually, it, it actually works. If yeah, you, it works. If you yeah. profile yourself <laughs> on social media, like uh, I'm I'm a biker. You know, I, I pose on pictures with bikes, but literally, I don't know how to drive a bike. People think, "Hey, that guy's a biker," so that works. Yeah, that worked. Like really, people had, um, yeah, like I well, someone someone said, uh, for example, they went to a concert and that concert actually sucked. It was really not fun. Uh, they said and. But they said they had it posted on Facebook and they were like, I'm having such a great time here. And when I ask, when I, when, when we asked uh, their friends and family how they received, uh, that person, they received them as having fun, going out a lot, being uh, a, a social person, you know. But the person actually said to me, I was like, rather, I would rather stay home and play, play like PlayStation. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But they did it just to, um, yeah, just to boost their image, actually. And uh, that was the first time uh, I really, really was interested in in the potential of um, of Facebook and how it's it's actually shaping our society too. You know, like um, it's I know it's it's like it's a digital uh, tool and it's very interesting for like the um, virtual and online environment and the algorithms and stuff like that. But for me, it was like the, um, you know, the The psychological, the psychological use of, of social networks and also how it shaped our our society. Like uh, I'm going to give you an example of, of what I um observed the last few years like there was like a few years ago there was this trend you had to be for something you know you had to be pro uh, equality you had to be uh, pro um i don't know um trees you know <laughs> for example mm-hmm. it was you had, you had it was it was like yeah. you had to stand for something but in a positive way you know like there was no room to be actually like a little bit aggressive you know, people um, were get the, the posts which were more positive got more likes, and now there is like a trend going on where you have to, you have to be against something. You have to be against racism. You know, it's not enough just to be pro equality, and you have to be against racism. You have to be against polluting uh, cars, uh, and you have to um, have a, have a, I know you know like a more. Um, Opinion about you, you want to, yeah. you know, you're just like you're not just like passively like I'm against uh, uh, the pollution. You're saying actively, hey, I go out of my way and I put effort into reducing pollution. I'm not neutral. I'm active. Yeah, it's kind of like that, and and you see that um, when you start noticing stuff like that also on, on social networks or on, face, on Facebook, on Instagram. You see that it's also the the way how how our society works, you know. And for me, like I work in a poli- um, in a politi- for a political party actually, and for politicians. Um, like ten years ago, people um, politicians were like people who were uh, not approachable and who were like you had to send an email to info at, and then you had to get an email from that and from there. But now today, all our politicians are available. You can talk with them on social networks. And I just want to say that most of the time, it's also like you get the politician on wait, the line. <laughs> wait, it's them? You're talking to them? 
sometimes you're talking to them, you know, like uh, Instagram, it's a tool. A um, lot of uh, politicians use themselves because it's also personal. And, hey, hey Ness, uh, and- can I ask you, did, did Trump have anything to do with this? Do you, think, do you think Trump started this because he was so no? Like, actually, so actually, yeah. Actually, it was Obama who started this. Oh, actually, uh, Obama was the one who um, who got who got the the power of of social media and how you get to engage with people because that's that's a big part of my job too. We. Um, you know, everyone thinks that we just play on Facebook and I get paid to be just like on Facebook every time and on Instagram. And they're like, oh my God, your, your job is so much fun. And it actually is, but it's also just not playing on Facebook. You have to engage with followers. You have to actively, uh, talk with people, listen to them. So, um, you know, for like, Maybe 10 years ago, uh, I would be a lady on the phone and talking with people and helping them. And now I, I part of do that on, on social media, but I so of course do like content planning, content strategies. And, but yeah, it, it's about engaging with, with followers. But how, and how does this fit in with, you know, uh, <laughs> are you then not still between the politician and the people? Because you're saying you're engaging with the people then, or is, for example, the people you like, the politicians you represent? Do, do they like is there like a division where part of the questions or, or the interactions go through you or uh, how, how should we uh, visualize that in our minds um, like for example um, maybe I should I should tell you first what what I do now um, what I do is actually like we have um, I work for the people chosen for the city hall and uh, First of all, I have to create the content. I have to think about the content. I have to uh, produce content uh, on basis of what what our uh, politicians decide or the policies uh, we we do in city hall. And um, afterwards, like you know, like for example, um, when there's when there's going to be a new park at one region in the city. We uh, do content about that. And then um, I think about, um, where are we going to do a video? Are we going to make a picture? Are we going to go there with some people? Are we going to invite some press? And then we advise our politicians, of course, and uh, they they can also get voice in, in the in the actual content we're creating. But most of the time it's like, okay, we're going to do a video about this and then they follow me. And they actually do um, talk about the decisions they made, etc. And then afterwards, I, I post this at the right time and to the right people, etc. And um, but when when our politicians get questions about that, when they're standard, like, okay, when is this um, when is this tree gonna be moved from there, or when is this going to happen? Is it, if it's like a practical uh, question, it's mostly um, my colleague or um, who prepares the question and I respond to it. But if it's more like, why did you choose to do this? Why have you done this? And why did you not do this? Then it's mostly our politician and politicians themselves who answer the questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, interestingly, you said, you know, we produce content. So you, you produce uh, communication in one direction where you say this is what uh, our representative is intending on doing. You're uh, communicating their intention. But you also 
uh, act as a valve in the other direction because you also receive the feedback from the people and depending on uh, whether or not you can answer if it's like a practical question you can answer it but if it's more like a philosophical or you know policy question and you don't have the answer for it this can this can go to the the representative and that way you know you facilitate the communication um so you mean like that i um that the questions that come in that so you're come, you're uh, communicating truth. both ways like you're also you're like you're communicating yeah, it's yeah. not like unilateral and in in a way i mean uh not to, uh, to put us off track but i want to ask you like um what is uh social media and i think or what is what's so special about social media and i think you sort of touched on that subject by uh saying things like well people like our politicians used to be unreachable you know they're uh, yeah. behind the facade, behind a phone number. like, And the further you go into the past, the, the more unreachable they become. But now we're living in a time where, thanks to social media, uh, the world has changed, right? Because social media is different than uh, the other media yeah. we used to have. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Or can I ask, can I, like, can I rephrase the question? <laughs> Maybe more interesting uh, that way. So what is the opposite of social media? Is there such a thing as a social media? <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, think that, think about today that there would be no social media at all, like nothing at all. No, no Facebook. Actually, YouTube is also a social network. Sounds so like that John Lennon song. Imagine all the people, <laughs> Imagine the no world. social media. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, like there would also be no YouTube. There would be no Instagram, no social network. So that actually we would be like, I think... I think we've been, we've go all the way, uh, we've, yeah, you know, we would go mad, like, especially in this, in this pandemic <laughs> times, this is the way how we connect with people. This is how we, um, how we see our friends. Maybe we don't see them, but we still get to engage with them. We still, um, see how they look right now. We, we, we would not be surprised, uh, you know, like, if and if someone gets ill, ill for example we know that we can talk to that we can talk talk to those people you know it's like i think it's it's a good evolution it i see it as a way to connect with people i see it as a way to see how our um how our society evolves but there are of course um like sometimes and we see that more in america than i think than here like sometimes people um, take the the concept of being an influencer and like um, social media as as a as a tool to um, how do I say it like promote their their selves and um, I don't think that's that's a strategy that's actually also uh, lasts long. You know, I've been doing this job for like, I think almost um, six years now. And the people I've seen who use this to promote themselves, they, they've fallen from the race, you know, like people know that you cannot always talk about yourself on, on social media. You mean media. like uh, uh, turning yourself into an icon? Um, and I'm thinking maybe like uh, some of these famous people uh, model type people who you know every post is about them uh you know look at me and i'm me and what i if i read you correctly you're saying in the beginning or you know in the past a few years ago 
that that sold well, but people are bored of that. People are bored of you know, oh, we're bored of your perfect, awesome life. Is that is that what I'm reading? Yeah, that's true because um, you know people know that it's not it's just, it's a fake. It it doesn't last that long. It's like you know, like once you had um, the skinny model on television and on on um, newspapers and magazines and. At a certain point, people uh, rebelled against that too. You know that they were like, "Oh my God, this is not the reality. Uh, a mom doesn't look like this. A mom, you know." Uh, and it's it's the same evolution we see now. I I see now on social media too. It's about authenticity. You know, it's not about uh, presenting the. The, well, the mm -hmm. fake stuff, actually, you know, like five years ago, your, your perfect ball with the perfect view would got like thousand likes. But today, uh, you're not perfect ball and you being a mess from times to from time to times, it's, it's okay. And people like Is that. It okay. More or does it sell better? Does it sell better to be, you know, like real instead of like authenticity, uh, is, is valued more than uh, perfection than these days? But I don't, I don't, I don't think you can sell authenticity. You know, if if someone is not that like that, you know, it's if someone is not a person who uh, has not the perfect home but just fakes it to be like authentic, you cannot keep on doing that too. If you know, you know what I mean. You you really have to. It's it's really about the authenticity, and then you have like people who think they are great. And that's also authentic. Those people will still get likes, but oh, yeah, it's, yeah, you yeah. know, you um, the the time when I did my thesis on how people presented themselves on Facebook and that uh, got more likes with being more adventure and more fun. That time has a little bit passed, and today you get wow. you get rewarded actually for just being you and. And I see like the the positive uh, evolution also like people get the platform to be just themselves. Okay, you know? so you're saying and there is generally speaking. Okay, so there is a concept that we need to underline here. Like you said, likes. Okay, this is basically um, you you post something and people score what you posted, right? You, you get points, and it's based on these on this feedback that people sort of steer their behavior, maybe uh, because it, it shows you how how much impact your post had, whether it's a picture of you, yeah. a blog post, etc. This is something a very interesting concept in social media, right? Like without that like button or the the hearts or whatever, social media sort of crumbles because it loses all of its. Um, uh, power, I think. But uh, one of the first things you said when you were opening is, you know, back in those days, in the early days, in 2007 or 2010, whenever, you know, uh, Facebook was uh, gaining traction here, uh, the people I interviewed for my thesis, uh, you know, we'd have somebody who went to a concert, but they said, you know, actually, the concert was really boring and I would rather have stayed at home. But, you know, I embellished it. <laughs> and now you're saying, you know, Times have changed because people have become tired of, you know, seeing all these perfect scores and, uh, you know, perfect people and, and yeah. giving points to them. So rather they award points to people who who are uh, authentic, whether or not this authenticity is an image or not. Um, you know, they, they prefer yeah. what they see as, um, uh, you know, authenticity, uh, for lack of a better yeah, word. Yeah, but like the same person today 
would actually uh, said that the concert sucked and that he stayed rather at home. Yeah, exactly. That's that, what I mean. You know, <laughs> yeah, but in, in, and that's okay because people are going to say like, "Oh my God, I so understand you. I I went to a concert last week to this and to that, and I got bored. And you know, why don't do they don't they uh, like put more action in their concert and stuff like that? And that gets to the to actually the artist, you know, and that makes that the artist also uh, does better work. And it's also the same like with us when we do some content and like there, um, the people are like, oh my God, I don't like this or I don't like this or why do you do this? Then we get to start the conversation going. You know, we get to talk with the people and we get to know why don't why they don't like that. Why, for example, I'm, I'm going to say again the park, but why they don't like that there's a park near their house, you know, and we can talk about that and then we can change some stuff. So actually it's, it's like when you engage with people now, you can, you can change stuff. Um, I'm going to jump in. Uh, I've been, I've been holding myself because what you say is very interesting. So I didn't want to interrupt, but um, I think we just, you discuss a lot of, you know, great stuff. Now I am someone who has um, strong opinions, I think. Um, that's why. That's the, why you're a, you're a host <laughs> of this show, Matt. And oh, kind of. Um, so here's. So I think, I think the um, the way I look at social media, how it started. So the, we talked about two things on social media. There was the type of, there was the communication aspect of it, and then there's the the um, the influencing part. So these are two things that's kind of we can. There's probably more, but these are two dimensions we can really tackle differently. Now, yeah. the, the the first one for someone to say, well, I'm going to post that the, the, the concert was good. Um, I think some people try to give an image of themselves through the social media that uh, they may not be it or it may be like lacking or maybe short. And that's like what I would call the uh, the digital makeup. Like if a woman wants to go outside, she probably want to put makeup on, you know, on, you know, to look a certain way, dress up in a certain way, yeah. men could do the same thing. So people do that in in um, in social media. Now that obviously we see quickly that that gets pretty, you know, um, uh, it become it it leads to it leads to a psychological kind of issues uh, quick. Um, yeah. So uh, this is where I think in general, uh, social media in general, uh, I think uh, the whole. The whole thing is almost like a wolf uh, dressed up in a sheep uh, clothing, right? Because it has so many negative things, and the positives are are not enough, in my opinion. They don't outweigh themselves, and that's not because of the social media. Actually, it's because of the the, the human nature, how how we are today. But okay, that's we don't <laughs> we don't want to get too much to that. But oh, I don't want to at least unless you want to uh, jump to that. But so. So I could also see that someone who, as human beings, what we do sometimes, I might go to a concert. Uh, I might find it good and or not good. Depends what it is. But if you ask me, I would give a different answer. So I would tell Earl, for example, I'll give an example. If Earl wanted to go with me and somehow we couldn't get him a ticket, if I go and see it and he asked me later on, I might have a weak personality where I don't want to offend them. I want to feel, to be, feel to, not to feel bad. So I was like, yeah, it wasn't all that. It was okay. To someone else, 
I might say, oh, that was awesome. You know, that was really good. So I might even do this outside of social media. I would be able to give two different answers depending on the people. Obviously, when you are talking to social media, so it's like a one to many, then you pick the best answer, right? The most positive one, usually the most fun one, the one that we say, hey, this is great. Um, But can I say something on that, Matt? Please, please. Um, I understand that indeed you would say something different to Errol and you would say there's something different to other people, but you have to imagine that uh, that all of these people, including Errol, are in one room. And you have to tell to that room how the concert was. Correct. And Correct. That, that's social media, you know, and what would your answer be then? Well, it, yeah, and that depends on the personality. And this is where I say the the the, the psychological issues pop up, right? What happens, like some people will spit out the positive things. Other people would just simply want attention. So if everyone expected for them to hear oh, this was good, they would say, no, that was really bad just because they want the attention. They want to be special. They want to be different, to stand out. And if everyone said, oh, this was an awful concert, like, well, I liked it. You know, I don't know what's wrong with you, but it was really good. This is where I think, this is why I say it, it's the psychological, um, 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 mm-hmm. really the, uh, the, inefic- uh, um, the, the dif- deficiencies in, in psychological uh, uh, matureness come out pretty quick in, in social media, in my opinion. And that's, this is I why understand. I understand there is a lot of uh, going on right now also with uh, like the perfect image on Instagram and like uh, having the perfect life. And uh, there are a lot of studies going on, uh, which includes the negative impact on, on the psychological situation, for example, uh, from for children I actually actually uh, Nisran, I actually had one prepared here uh, from the uh, I think it's the uh, National Institute of Mental Health uh, yeah. in the United States it's uh, it's pretty like it's four year old research but where they find a significant uh, uh, correlation between uh, uh, depression and uh, using social media for example uh, uh, just that's to underline true, what you said, but but, but I know, I know. yeah, I think that's a classic there, one. Eh? There is no always a but, but this is like um, you know, social media it 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 um, evolves very quick. Um, I had uh, there's like this uh, this page on uh, on Instagram which I follow. I work in social media, and there was this meme like two weeks ago, I think it says like, uh, this is a social media strategy I made uh, six months ago. And then it's like, this is useless today. Uh, that happens to me a lot. I make a strategy six months ago and today it's something total different, you know, um, social media changes a lot. Uh, so four years ago, the study, it's, it's still relevant, but a lot changes. Four years ago, the, the beauty idol and like, being perfect was more promoted on social media. But today there are a lot of platforms which tell you that uh, social media is not always correct. You know, like all those models who show their pictures without filters, without, uh, without makeup. I don't say all of them, but you know, you see it. You see people without, without makeup. You see um, the lives of moms, which is not perfect. And uh, people have burnouts and they talk about it, you know. People tell, it's like 
this is a difficult time for me. I'm struggling with this, with this, with this, and they get a, get a lot of support. It's um, I'm not saying it's all positive, and I'm not saying that it doesn't affect our mental health. It's it does. It it actually does. But it has to because it's I'm, so. I mean, yeah, but it doesn't I mean. But I'm saying it's there's improvement. You know, I'm saying like. Uh, you know, maybe I can give an example of Fatma Gül who made this uh, post on her uh, Lost With Kids page, which got like more than half million views. The reason why it scored so good is like, that's Fatma Gül. We all know that that's actually her. You uh, know? For the, for the listeners okay. at home, for the listeners at home, that's my <laughs> wife. Uh, she's talking about <laughs> Okay. Yeah, she she, did, is, she made a, she made a wife, little video. Yeah, yeah, and she got made more a than video half with it. someone who got who was uh, like doing a workout and the perfect body, and next to it she was like eating an Oreo, and she was like maybe tomorrow, but we all know she's not gonna do it, and that's fault, my girl. You know, it's you get to see the one side who is uh, actually doing the workout and who's perfect, and those people they walk around outside also the same you know it's not like they work out on instagram have an amazing body and when instagram is out they don't go to the uh the gym or they eat junk you know you cannot maintain that body they if are you do authentic that. In, in what they do yeah yeah actually they're yeah and it's like you know it's you see it you see both sides and yeah it's also a little bit our job to um to know this is going on, this is like the same. Um, we've been through this, you know. Like when television um, was famous, there were a lot of uh, also the research that said that uh, it affected our mental health, and some things were not good. It was said about gaming too, you know. But when you dose it, and when you get when you get to the right, um, you know, how do we say it? The right yeah, right amount, and then you then you can have a shift in in it, you know. Okay, well, I, I, I'm gonna. I, oh yeah, go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I was actually asking this question, Matt. Uh, yeah, so this. Go ahead, go ahead. So I, I want to come back to to your uh, to, to your statement slash question on um, the the negative aspect or on the uh, psychological deficiencies. So I. I'm not a uh, sociologist or psychologist, so I'm just literally, this is my opinion, okay? I think you're right. I think uh, social media has the uh, potential to be an echo chamber that amplifies. It, it can act like an amplifier. But I think it's not that much different than any other social setting in that a, a high school can also become an amplifier for uh, anxiety. Yeah. Uh, or a... Uh, a you know, any any setting like you go you go to a restaurant, it's a different social setting and it amplifies uh, other things. But uh, the problem I think with social media, more than it being an amplifier, both negative and positive, is that it is so new. We don't know how to place it yet in our lives or in the education of our children. Do, would you agree with that, Matt? Like uh, in a I, I I agree as far as amplifier. It's a huge amplifier because it's not a big, simply yeah. doesn't give you. It doesn't simply doesn't give you like a bigger audience. It it leaves that content for. It's an always on time. audience. It's an always yeah. on audience. It's twenty four hours. Like you you go to school, you go back from school. Like in high school, I remember it was it was you know there were some less fun parts about being in high school because you know you go through puberty. There's like this whole social thing going on. Yeah. So it, but you no, come I, home, you're you're I, you're released from it. But now with social media, twenty four seven internet, there, yeah. there's different dynamics. 
like so it's an amplifier that's not only more powerful but it's also always on but sorry uh, go ahead no i i won't say like so for it to be new uh it could be the case i doubt it's the new aspect of it because i could tell you like certain things you don't have to be like if i tell about the if i talk about the uh, nuclear weapons right that not, doesn't have to be new or old not like a, a bad thing in general right it cannot help um too much so um, it, it, that's something that would remain, uh, uh, would have always that negative, you know, the, it, it's, it's, it negative point would always, you know, outweigh the, the benefits. Now I did want to, I do want to talk about the, the trends now. Yeah. The, I thought, I, th I do think there are trends for, I mean, when, 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 uh, when Nassim spoke about the, um, uh, the strategy that would simply go, um, uh, you know, become useless after some time, a short time. But I think there are short-lived trends. And then there is the big picture. Now, the big picture, for example, that doesn't get shaken for, for a long time or even, I mean, I could say, you know, like I agree. Really, there are multiple frequencies know, going on in at, this. Yeah, you have the you have the base frequency, which is like a much slower change shift. And Let's let's be honest. In social media, it's about image still, right? It's image, but so for example, if you look at in 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 marketing or in in, in like you look you look at Coca Cola commercials, right? And look at them for years. You're never going to see anyone overweight. Nobody overweight in a Coca Cola commercial. And take a look at it. And everyone is happy. Everyone is smiling in all their commercials. And you know, so there's certain things that you do not see, you know, and then they had, they had now lately, they serve, for example, in during the, during like, you know, like uh, some holiday or something, they might show someone a bit sad, but they tend to be happy. But that's basically the message you want to convey, right? And they will not, these guys, for example, they will not be impacted by the short-lived trends. They would not. They simply would not. Oh, are you arguing that uh, the the uh, shift towards authentic authenticity is one that that's going to swing in the other direction, but still, uh, you know, the general tendency of of marketing or or image production will be will lean towards perfection. No, I think I think we always want some, want to see something different. I think we are interested in, in we are interested in something that's different. So the, so. So as a the human being is good at trying to find a pattern and that becomes like second nature. So it doesn't, doesn't impress us anymore. So we always want to see something a bit different. And this is why we look for, for this, this uh, something that stands out a bit differently than before. So that's why I have to be creative mm. or you have to be authentic. Now, th there, is, there is also, we saw this even with TV, right? At some point, before you used to have simply TV shows with productions and, and, and prepared and everything with scripts. And after that, we saw this shift of, I think it started with the the the, the, the island, you know, the guy that lost, was stranded. Lost island. that, yeah. Lost so, uh, went from episodic to like this narrat like huge narrative, like it mainstream. Well, it was like, actually, I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about uh, reality TV. Oh, reality TV, okay, yeah. That's like became all of a sudden, like we just want the reality TV. So even producers now try to make stuff, even if it's, if it's if it's uh, if it's uh, scripted, they wanted to make it like reality TV. I agree, and some of this actually impacted uh, regular TV shows as well, where you know even in in Hollywood movies they'll have shaky cameras to mimic uh, 
like amateur exactly. camera footages. Uh, so, and okay, I think yeah, so there's, this, media, there's this dynamic between the two fields, yeah. And social media is like following on the same same step. We can see this pattern that things are happening the same way in social media. Where, yeah, it, it, and it's us, you know, it's us. We want. We, so we, let's we check with Nessun what she's gonna because uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna translate your question <laughs> if you don't mind. So if if Matt's theory is right, what we should be seeing is uh, brands trying to mimic uh, non-brands like um, like people, like they're trying to be authentic, less canned. Uh, wait a minute. I get like this alert, lost no, connection, no, no, but don't I think it's okay. It. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, actually, that's 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 a trend. Um, I think going for a lot of years now because, like, when brands uh, when brands market stuff on social media, most of the time it's about uh, who they are, why they are doing what they are doing. Uh, you cannot just post a picture of uh, a man drinking coke and then say just like buy this coke. You know, you have to show. Uh, the the organization, the brand, who who's behind it? Why is it? Why it is important to have that uh, have that coke? You know, like that's that's indeed the trend that's going on. And um, but that's that's another level of of I think marketing and advertising. You know, that evolves too. And uh, we're at the point that uh, indeed brands have to connect with their uh, engagers, with their followers, and they have to show who they are behind the scenes. But in this in this case, it's like, it's really like where the, the big brands like Hollywood copying uh, like uh, amateur found camera footage type, like we're actually seeing that same dynamic going on then where the, the big people have been influenced by the little people for a change. Uh, yeah, that's true. You know, like you see a lot of uh, just just like um, people filming stuff with their iPhones and uh, the the content doesn't always have to be uh, like made with a billion dollars cameras, for example, and you can have like just people uh, promoting your uh, Coke instead of Beyonce just showing up with your Coke, you know, um, that that's true because it's social media also gives you the advantage of just promoting uh, and targeting your audience very local. You know, there could be uh, someone in your city who is famous just in your city and you can you can use that as a brand uh, to just like use that special influencer or that, that person to target on Ghent. You know, you don't have to make a national campaign about it and uh, you can... Yeah, you can use the people who get things going on and who are who are famous in their city to promote your brand. So you're saying is it, is you're taking local you... stars, like instead of saying we're going to use uh, George Clooney to to promote Nespresso, we're going to take uh, yeah. we'll take hundred people in in one hundred cities, and they're you know they have followers who are interested in the coffee, and it'll be just random person. Could be me. Could be me. They could be paying me. And like, I'm drinking espresso. You know, I, I, I'm as handsome for, as for, George Clooney, according to my wife. So, <laughs> hey, um, can can I can I um, I have I have some questions uh, for Nisreen as you know because she's a um, professional social media manager. Um, can I change gears here, or we have time? 
I think um, we do. Yeah, go I, ahead. I, yeah. Okay. So um, the question is this. I mean, it's a, it's a series of questions, but okay. So uh, can we say that uh, Obama and um, um, Trump, they won their elections because of social media? Um, it is said that they won their uh, elections because of social media, uh, but it's, you know, uh, in America, it works differently. Um, we... Um, in Belgium and especially Flanders, uh, where we target uh, our content too, it's different. We are um, we are more pronounced, I think, uh, to to take all the um, trends and developments to uh, of of America to to Belgium. But I think yeah, Obama uh, was the first one who um, who knew how to use social media, uh, how to uh, engage with people. And they were like, you know, this, and that that idea is maybe a little, that's different from what we've talked now, but it's it's the issue of also privacy and giving your data and um, social media managers, also digital managers. It's not only social media managers, but like this whole team, this whole digital team who, um, who gets that when people like stuff, for example, um, you, you like uh, a post about um, against racism, you know, and uh, they see that that person lives that lives in um, Alabama and they can like really get targeted um, information and they can like target those people again with content that's relatable to uh, what you already what you've already liked. And that was something new for Obama too. And that's, to, that's how he got also a lot of people. Um, that's how we connected with a lot of, a lot of people. And that's how we got his vision also outside. So, um, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I cannot say that they won the elections because of social media. Um, I, I cannot answer that question, but I think social media, uh, made a difference in, 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 in their results. Would yeah, you... I, I mean, I, I think, sorry to interrupt, uh, Errol, I think, I think Trump would not have won without social media, that's for sure, uh, when he won. Huh? Um, he would not have won. Huh? It doesn't mean that he won because of social media alone. I think he won because of social media, but okay, for sure, if you, if you flip it, for sure it's the case because of the targeted um, campaigns that, that, that they ran at first. And now, why he lost the second time, although he had more, he reached he, re, he reached more votes. Why he lost? That's another that's another topic, right? Because uh, social media kind of um, um, how do I put it? They uh, they shook the ground underneath him, right? So he, he didn't let him stand. Um, this is my this is my opinion, right? Um, I think that um, politicians. It's about first of all what I what we said in, in the beginning. It's about what works right now or what's going on in our society right now. You know, um, today if you have a lot of people who are frustrated about, um, for example, cutting trees. I'm just giving an example. Who are like very frustrated about it, and then they start liking stuff. Uh, who are like against uh, companies who cut trees and stuff like that. And then you as a politician, 
show your content to only those people who are who are frustrated about cutting down trees and you're like, this is not acceptable. I will not accept this. And this is my uh, fighting point and I'm, I'm not going to let them cut, cut trees. And you have like a very loud voice to that audience. Then it's possible that then the, it's not possible. It's like they, they're going to vote on you because you're carrying out, they're carrying out your concern, you know? And, um, Today, social media is also a platform where people can can have, have also have a very loud voice and they can hear let them hear themselves and politicians can amplify that uh, concern or the frustration and when they uh, act on it, they get um, they get their actually vote vote. Yeah, yeah. And, hey, and uh, back to social media. One more, sorry, one more question. Um, so how do you, so you st- spoke about strategies. How do you get feedback whether a strategy was uh, successful or not? Now, Earl mentioned earlier, like the likes. Uh, is that the only way to measure or, uh, or how do you know you need to change um, strategies for the next six months, for example? Yeah, but I, what we do, what I do is actually, uh, you have a lot of data. Uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, in the platforms themselves. Uh, so when you have a page, you get like, okay, this content uh, had this success, like this, uh, you um, got, uh, en- your engagement is this, or your uh, the people you've reached is this. And then we uh, analyze it. And then I'm like, okay, this content is definitely something that doesn't work, or this is something like there's more potential. So we have to maybe uh change um topics or like you know it's 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 on the basis of actually the the results on data we gather from from the content uh we post yeah and i think this explains why um it's your your job is really uh it's a lot of work <laughs> when people think it's they just see the facade of it right they see like mm. one article posted but there's a lot of work uh, to even me, afterwards i compare people yeah. who work in social media to photographers that everybody who buys a camera thinks they're a photographer. Like I can do that. <laughs> I can do that too. Well, well, I, why are they being paid so so much for photography? Okay, yeah, you can take pictures, but uh, buddy, nobody's gonna pay you to do it because you know there goes more into uh, being a photographer than taking pictures, and there goes more into being a social media manager than posting on Facebook. Uh, and it's like the the uh, uh, analogy of of the iceberg, which. Apparently, you know, off topic, turns out icebergs don't have the shape we, we imagine they have. They, they don't have like a huge part of them <laughs> under the water. I I, heard, I uh, learned this from a different uh, podcast, like mine was blown. Like, um, so they, they're, there's not like you have a tip and then like 90% of it underwater. It's more like a balance thing. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, that's true. Because like, uh, maybe I should say this too. Also, I know we have to round up, but like my job actually... Uh, what I do is we, I have to determine what net, what social networks we have to use. For example, you have lot, like a lot, but you have to think about, okay, where's my audience? And, um, yeah, not every, every social networks works for everyone. You have to think like, okay, do I have to be, uh, do I post more visual content? Do I post more, uh, do I engage more with followers and which one is the ideal way to, 
to use for that uh, for that strategy. And we have to target markets. Uh, who is your audience, and does your audience change? And who are the people we have to reach, and who are who are we not reaching today? You know, we have to get extra followers. We have to engage followers. You have to track results. So we have to improve our strategies. Strategies. Sorry. Um, it's like it's indeed more than just take a picture and you're done. You know, you have to find the perfect lightning, perfect uh, angle. And that's actually my job. And it doesn't also stop. That's one thing that uh, also social net, social media, being a social media manager is. It's like a job that actually never ends. You know, you have to be... Um, Eight, 24 nine. 7 actually online so it's like um, 7 11 you know open 24 7 <laughs> it, it's when you when you say you know there's like different social media and they have their different characters you know linkedin is not facebook is not instagram is not tiktok is not uh you know whatever else is out there i'm sorry i'm old um, I'm yeah, not but old. I just it's, don't it's, care. It's, no, it's, it's, a, it's actually but, a job for young people. That's true. I have, the question I have is, you know, um, growing up, we saw, you know, we were on Facebook and then we saw our parents joining Facebook. So we sort of adapted our behavior to others. You know, it used to be just students like, woohoo, party. And then suddenly it was, you, you created like a different persona. Like I created a different persona. Like I wasn't posting everything I used to post once, you know, my, my, my uncle or, or my whatever, like relatives are starting to join, like the, the older generation. So you saw a, an exodus into uh, different platforms, like some age groups feel better on certain platforms, right? So, yeah. but you are present on multiple platforms but you behave differently, which leads to some kind of uh, social media schizophrenia, almost like you have different personalities. I'm a different person on uh, Facebook than I am on uh, Instagram, than I am on Twitter, than I am on LinkedIn. Uh, uh, you know, I'm yeah. much more personal on uh, on Facebook than I am on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is, you know, professional stuff. Uh, Twitter is, you know, whatever. Uh, tell me, is this also happen? Does this also happen for for your uh, the politicians that you represent? Yeah, of course. Uh, I have to think about all the content we're going to post because sometimes something, um, you know, when when something works better on Facebook, uh, it then doesn't work on Instagram. Uh, something works just better on Instagram and making stories about it because like Facebook, you know, um, it used to be you posted a lot of pictures because people liked it. People liked watching your pictures, but today there are so much, there's so much communication. Like people don't like to watch like 50 pictures. You just upload it, you know, um, today you can only post like two pictures. Oh, wow. Most of, this is so true. Three. I remember back in the days, uh, after a social <laughs> event, there's like 50, 100 pictures yeah. in an album and you go like, you click like next, next and people were yeah. and you put comments on them. People were like, what, who has time for that? Looking at yeah, now, pictures. Yeah, now people don't do that. You don't, uh, when they, they upload an album, it's like most of the time, it's like maybe eight or nine pictures. And then, and that's a lot, you know, albums are like not done almost anymore. But like now you just post two or three pictures. 
on Facebook. And so if you want to make even that, you whole, know, if, if somebody uh, would story, put like, like on Instagram, they put like 10 in an album, you're like, ah, who do they think they are? I'm not going to swipe. True. I'm not going to swipe <laughs> 10 pictures down. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true, you know, like people don't have the time. People are on social media just for fun. And, uh, but it's like, it's, it's been a, it's actually a, a part of our, of our lives now. Like people wake up and they're, the first thing they do is, is check their Instagram. You know, there was a time when we first checked our email, but now we check, check Instagram or Facebook. And then, uh, we go to the toilet with our phone and then we check Instagram, you know, and you have little time to see everything. So you don't want to see indeed 10 pictures, but what, what you can do is if you want to tell a story with multiple pictures, then you make stories because everybody knows it's a few seconds and you can just click away and then you've seen the whole story. And the best thing is actually also if you put less text on it, you know, the, the, the less text and more visuals and that's actually the content which works on social media. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, I want to I wanna, uh, sort of wrap this up with uh, a little, maybe a little uh, analogy and story. So the way I look at it, um, what social media did was uh, democratize technology. And the, the reason why I'm saying this, so um, uh, back in the days, um, before social media existed, uh, geeks and nerds, we were on the internet. We were already doing everything you can do with social media. We were, you know, sharing pictures, sharing updates, being in touch with one another. But it was inaccessible to non-geeks, uh, and especially it was inaccessible to the to the previous generation. Um, now, what social media did was it created an interface around technology that allowed uh, non-tech savvy people to do the things that that geeks were already doing, like connecting with people from around the world, you know, sharing files, uh, sharing updates, et cetera. Now, this had an effect, like the democratization of technology has an, as an effect the the uh, turning the world into a village again. And a lot of the dynamics we see come from that. So uh, imagine uh, the three of us, we live in a, in a small village in the in the Middle Ages, and uh, Nesrin, you, uh, you have a bakery, and you make bread, and your reputation is known within the small village. You make you sell me bad bread three times in a row. Med is gonna know about it. I'm gonna say, hey, Med, oh, well, I went to Nestrin's shop and three times in a row she gave me bad bread. And Med is gonna say, oh, I'm not gonna buy there anymore. And it will immediately impact you. So your livelihood was dependent on your reputation. Now, after uh, you know industrialization and globalization, uh, in, uh, moving production into uh, you know concentrating in, in uh, cheaper labor countries, we we ended up in a situation where bread now bread is a bad example, but the thing you're consuming is being produced not in your village, but maybe in a different country on a different continent altogether, and it's being shipped here in containers. And you buy three times a bad product in a row, you didn't have a place to complain about it. You couldn't tarnish the reputation of these people because yeah. media was not social media. Right, you didn't have a voice. Yeah. <laughs> now, then came social media, and suddenly, if I buy a Coke and there is a rat in my Coke, I'm horrible example. Like I, <laughs> I put this on social media. Like I've got a closed bottle. Like it's unopened. There's a rat in it. 
Coca-Cola is going to hear about this. And not only Coca-Cola going to hear about it, people are going to share it. It's going to go viral. So suddenly, this brought power back to the consumer, right? We, we, we were empowered back. Reputation was suddenly something that big companies, like it's more, it, it's, it became within the reach of, of, the, of the small people again in, in David's reach to, you know, lash out to Goliath uh, uh, in, in terms of reputation. That's a positive thing. But the negative thing that this brought, I think, it brought also um, the, the backwardness of a village gossip circuit back, right? This is where we see, like, uninformed uh, uh, posts on social media that have no backing in, you know, scientific backing or, you know, proper uh, checking of sources. Those are also being shared because now the world is gossiping. And this also amplifies the the speed at which gossips spread and the... the uh, rate at which they are being created, right? So if a really juicy gossip that has absolutely no truth can be launched by somebody in one part of the world, it can reach the other side really quickly. So these are both sides of a of a of a medal that uh, you know we got now in this new reality where we we have voices. Uh, that's true. That's that's also the concept of fake news. You know, um, it's uh, it's social media is is the platform where you can spread fake news. You know, someone is not happy about something or they have like uh, an idea that, you know, the bakery where they bought their bread, uh, they put poison in it or I don't know what, and they start on spreading it. And sometimes it's, it gets really difficult for, for brands or for, for people or, you know, like to, um, to explain to people that it's not true. And um, yeah, that, that's that's a big problem on social media. And, you know, um, now they have, uh, I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, Facebook is trying to, uh, is trying to uh, battle against uh, fake news and like uh, sometimes trying to fact check, et cetera. And that, that's, I think that's a good evolution. That's because a, that's I think a whole it's... topic on itself. I think like the political implications <laughs> yeah. of that. But I do that's want to can, touch on. But I, I wanna... not also just political, political, uh, uh, political implications. It's also like for brands difficult. You know, like if someone keeps on saying that you as a brand uh, that you don't uh, give good customer service, but actually you do, or you just like always send broken stuff to them. You know, and that's not true. And it's it it just gets away and then uh yeah and people are uh, are are more prone to uh, accept stuff from their friends than they have to then they're going to accept stuff from other people hey uh so i know we've been over the whole political aspect of it as well i mean the psychological aspect of it as well but just to wrap it up so one of the things you're doing now you know we got so we turned the world in a village Reputation is something that matters. You can work on your reputation by yeah. building your image, you know, carefully crafting it, or you can you can be authentic. It's all up to you. But you know, you're you're visible, like you say. You're talking to everybody in the room. Everybody's there in the room with you. But this also means suddenly that you're not competing against people in your in your local village anymore. You're competing against uh, the 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 global village. Which means now imagine a village like the, the three of us live there, and you know I, I'm let's say. I'm the I'm the fastest runner in that village, and I'm like, yay! Everybody's like, yay, Errol, you're the fastest runner, you know, in our village. Suddenly, <laughs> I'm uh, in a in a globalized world with social media. I'm sharing my results, and people say, uh, you're ranked 
11 millionth. Uh, <laughs> there true. are 11 million people <laughs> at least in the world who are faster than you and suddenly you you don't matter anymore <laughs> if that makes sense and that's, that's something also, uh, yeah, i have to explain pressure. to people too but like um i'm going to give you an example of, of what that means in my job and um you know i love my colleagues i love everyone but uh sometimes it gets difficult for me too because when when uh, I represent, I, I present the numbers and the statistics we had on, on the last month and like, okay, we have to do more this, more that. And then they're like, yeah, that's good. But, you know, uh, the other, um, you know, politician in that city, she's like, she's got 10,000 followers. And I'm like, okay, but uh, she's living there and mm -hmm. she's someone different and she's doing uh, something different and her topics are different and she's known from other stuff. So you cannot compare our politician with someone from a different city with a different uh, background. And I have to explain them that um, that's not a, a good uh, referential point, you know, like, you don't have to look at that. You just have to look at what you do and what you mean to your village. And that's true. If you go to the global global village and then you're maybe, uh, maybe you don't exist at the global mm -hmm. village, you know, you're like a point and every, no one sees you, but the village is actually more important. So if you're, oh, wow. um, if you're, if you're um, needed in your village and if you're doing well in your village, uh, that's more important. And I think that um, maybe in the global village, they they put out the trends, but how you uh, how you actually are in your own village, it, it means more, you know, because at the, at the you know, like someone uh, at your village can come to you uh, quicker than they can go to someone in a global village. And the other politician in the other city cannot change something for me in my city, you know? Yeah, because also, let's be fair, uh, you know, when we're talking about these global village celebrities, uh, they're as unreachable as regular celebrities, despite the fact social media exists, because uh, they, they're drowning in notifications. Like, they can't look at every notification. <laughs> they can't answer everybody 24-7 friends from around the world. But, uh, hey, Med, I'm going to pitch you a billion-dollar idea. It's called, um, it's called Focal, and it's like a, a Facebook, but it's for local stuff right it's like your local social network right what <laughs> that actually kind of exists but is max still there i'm still here <laughs> I, yeah. think, I think he's i yeah. think he's calculating <laughs> on the back of a napkin uh, how many billions he's gonna make off <laughs> of this idea i i am still here i don't know if you hear me or not but uh... hey okay uh nesrin uh, this was a very interesting uh, discussion. We went way over our time, despite the fact that we <laughs> promised that we'd keep it around yeah. half an hour, 45 minutes. This shows that this is a topic that we can, you know, it's a very interesting topic. So many dimensions to talk about. Maybe we can have you on the show back to, you know, where we can say, you know, we're not talking about social media manager, like about a very specific topic on social media. And we can take our time to, to explore one topic in depth um do you have any uh, last words for our audience um yeah I, i'm going to repeat it to everyone uh you know i know that there are um there are like um bad stuff circulating about social media and but um 
I think we should see it as 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 engaging and connecting with our uh, with our with our actually our friends and our families and you know it's also an empowering uh, platform empowering uh, tool you get to uh, your ideas can you can send your ideas into the world you can discuss with people you can get the conversation going on and you can actually also make a difference through social media so uh, that's that's the so it's thing not, I would it's just not all say. smoke and mirrors no no hey uh, uh, Nesrin uh, where can people find you? <laughs> I'm, on, <laughs> I'm on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. You can uh, you can just uh, Google a search uh, Nisrin Dinch and you can find me. Okay. Well, I'm going to, uh, as you know, we, uh, you might not know this, but we, we distribute the show. like We advertise for the show mostly on, well, only on LinkedIn. So I'll tag you there. And uh, people okay. can find you uh, via LinkedIn, and I'll put your uh, Instagram and Twitter feeds there as well. Hey, uh, Master All Med, right. where can people find you? Yeah, we can hear you. That's madmed.com, right? Madmed.com. Okay. I'm Errol Baikal. You can find me uh, on uh, baikal.be, uh, LinkedIn, wherever. Um, and for everybody out there that uh, listen to us, uh, you know, whatever you may be on your on your yacht or on your private plane, or in your Bentley or your Rolls Royce, or just sitting in your couch, thank you and catch you next time.